Oh, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff on here now since I loved last. I don't see any cum biscuits on the show notes, though. That's a relief. No, yeah, you got... Sorry, we started recording after the um, after the cum biscuit bit. It really um, wasn't We're recording? I good. thought... Okay. Sorry, I was trying to leave that off the record. I didn't want anybody to know about our Phil secret. kept bringing it up. I, was I like, know. Hey, man, chill out. Actually, I got to credit Ashley for that. I don't think I've ever heard anyone actually call it a cum biscuit <laughs> until tonight. <laughs> well, I was... Because I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, wouldn't the winner eat the cum biscuit? And not the loser? I think it depends on the crowd. Right. Uh, Like, very much. You know, like, what group of guys is doing it? Right. It's a winner or a loser Well, So, wait. In this situation, are we saying the winner is the first one to come, and then he has to... And then everyone else is still jacking off, and he just eats it? His own cum biscuit? Just just like... Yeah. Like, wouldn't the guy who's taking longer to come be the winner? No, I think... um, Oh, I see what you're saying. But he's not. Yeah, but he's not because it's a it's um because you got to eat a bunch of other people's you know? come you know that's really right the lose, that's definitely because it's just situation. you and the boys you know we're supposed to be in, we're supposed to be like supporting each other's inability to last during sex right yeah thank you Matt that's exactly I mean, what it is I mean I like biscuits and gravy but it's <laughs> it's a bit much yeah what what kind of I know they say biscuit, which makes me think, is this like a, a an English thing or is it just like, <laughs> are we talking cracker, about a real, bi- uh, oh, okay. So this definitely sounds English to me then, That's which is a relief. <laughs> I didn't know anybody growing up that ever did this. But isn't that what Limp Biscuit the band? I mean, it seems like. That's what I, yeah, I think so. I, I always heard there, there's different versions of it though. Like there's the Ookie Cookie, I think is another one. Have you heard of that one? No, no. this is new it's to me. It's exactly the same thing, but it's with the cookie instead of the, you know biscuit so i guess that's the american the okay cookies the american version of this savory and sweet yeah yeah <laughs> delicious Americans love their sweetness so, mm-hmm. so I, I just gotta admit this is very much like an urban legend to me like i have never even known anyone that has said they've participated in this i think it's just uh, i think yeah i think it's just one of those things that's like on urban dictionary and like no one has ever done it like there's no way Someone Somebody just... has definitely done this. I <laughs> needed. I needed to be true. Somebody somewhere has done this. Okay, because okay, they believe... read it on Urban Dictionary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, okay. I believe that. A... Yeah, they did it because it was an urban legend. I don't think it was like they didn't originate the urban legend. The urban legend existed, and then they were like, <laughs> "Hey, let's let's do the urban legend," and then you know, let's all jerk off on this uh, chips ahoy, and then we'll <laughs> the first one to come gets to eat it. <laughs> The first one, yeah. I'm, I, you know, I'm just hypothetically. That's the guy that's, you know, <laughs> that's the one, the, the that's one that's funny. suggesting it probably wants to win. You know, I was gonna you say, that's... Guy, and then I get to eat. It. I mean, we, so whoever whoever comes last gets to this eat it. Like a Louis C.K. level weird shit here. He's like, watch me come <laughs> on this cookie, and I'm gonna eat it. You know, like this doesn't even doesn't even require another person at this point <laughs> bro, bro why did you rope me into this like what is the game here oh, man, it's a game bro it's a game shut up man it's a game okay? this is not fair <laughs> Chill. I, I wanted to at least have a, a running chance here you know but <laughs> all right we eat it now <laughs> i said watch me I, stop averting your gaze now look into my eyes <laughs> <laughs> and then you give like a you know a, a review like a guy fury style like of your own cum oh wow man this is <laughs> oh, no. 
I want to do that's a good YouTube channel is you you have guys review their own cub. What is the triple C version of uh diners, drive-ins and, and dives? <laughs> cum biscuits, cum cookies and um yeah. Just a straight shot of cum. Just, just cum shots. Cum yeah. soup. Cum um, drop soup. soup. Come drop soup. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> there. Just gonna apologize. Go your buds with a boiling pot of water, salt water. All right, <laughs> everyone's got to contribute. It's like stone soup, but it's cum. Ah. Uh, everybody's got to contribute. I wonder if it solidifies like an egg yolk too. One of you should try that. <laughs> no. We'll report back. No, okay. Ash. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> Well, okay, so I, I just was trying to apologize to the listeners because it was f- very funny the way this episode started. We were trying to avoid that, but but as the the suck does, we ended up going head first into that uh, entire right discussion. Right into the ookie cookie. Went much, right into it. Yeah, much yuckier than we, he, even off the air, that was much, much yuckier. Than we I did it for the ookie cookie. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, well, uh, welcome everyone to the 37th episode of The Suck. We got a, a, a very, well, this is the first, this lineup. We have Matt, Ashley, and myself. I'm Phil, mm-hmm. if nobody doesn't know by now. How would y'all not know? That would be crazy if this is the first oh, episode like you've ever listened to. Icon. <laughs> I'm going to go through one day and tally up to see who has the most episodes, but I think we're probably pretty even at this point, honestly. Yeah, it, it mm-hmm. is, you know, I think... For the most part, for most of us, that's fairly. <clears throat> I mean, if you do a podcast for like six, seven months, like it starts to, you know, get a ebb and flow to it. Everybody's like, "I'm tired mm-hmm. this week, bro." Like, I'm not funny this week. I'll see mm-hmm. you next week. I'm never funny. I just come on anyway. Same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, most of you. Y'all always deliver. <laughs> Y'all always deliver. Yeah, well, so, you know, I think right. if you record, I think if you record weekly on uh, a podcast, it's like. Um, you're bound to just have like weeks, you know, if everybody's reporting pretty consistently, you're going to be like, Hey, I'm, I'm on vacation or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I mean, recording weekly is kind of insane to be honest. I mean, we're not even getting paid for this. Like, I don't know why we do this. Like it's crazy. <laughs> I, I can I, do it for y'all. We get like, I get like 20 bucks every two months. Yeah. It's, I mean, definitely. <laughs> that's, that's like way less than minimum wage. <laughs> <laughs> Extremely poverty yeah. wages. If this was how we made a living, we would be abysmally poor. We're starving because you guys won't give us enough money on Patreon. I hope you all know that. Yeah, it's true. That's um, that's why. Uh, and if if you're too poor to donate to the Patreon, I think that you should uh, rate and leave a nice comment about our podcast because yeah. those make us happy. Yeah, make us that. happy. Yeah, that's a great way to support us. Say I mean, something so, weird. Speaking of Say which, did somebody weird. put this on the show notes? It says, uh, this nice review, happy face. I mean, mm-hmm. I think maybe we should talk about this. Somebody actually, mm-hmm. I think they took the point to go and rebut Justin's balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, which is a that. great username, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't hate Justin's balls. I mean, I've always waited for the, the backlash of this podcast. Anybody that gives us a one-star review, like, I I can't really be mad about it. It's just, you know, 
I just don't understand how you got here and why you would <laughs> proceed to follow through leaving the one star review. Just, just move so along. angry, so angry yeah. about it. <laughs> but yeah, this is from uh, Demolitions2291. I feel okay giving their Apple username because it seems very anonymous. If anybody disagrees, we can cut that out. Does anybody disagree? No, nah, we're good. Mm-hmm. Fuck okay. it. Yeah, but this is, it starts out, I can't read what the uh, the head the headline is. It's cut off, but it definitely immediately rebuts. It says, this is not coffee shop banter. Sorry, Dustin. This is drug-fueled thesis course being held in the unisex bathroom of a local dive bar i'm not usually on drugs for the show but i appreciate that i mean are y'all if you guys would pay us more we would be on drugs every time yeah it's true here we are poor Um, it goes on to say and i appreciate this one have you ever wondered why a meme is a trend what is its origin and i'll just say that because uh that's what I was trying to do with the Chill Neil show is get into the meme culture. I feel like we're quite a bit broader than than meme culture on this show. Like, yeah. But then this this is the really the one that does it. The, the deep cut. It says, "Is Denny's Ranch any good? Can you ever? Can you truly ever be a good person if you uh, if you have ever played Crusader Kings?" <laughs> I'm the, not the answer sure. is no. If you're playing that game. No, no, you're not winning it. Being a good person. Apparently not. Yeah. And then uh, finally finishing it off with this could be our new we, we replace our headline with this is the terminally online guide. Uh, the I think it should say this terminally online guide you through. I don't know. The syntax is off. But yeah, the terminally online. Oh, I get it now. Sorry. <laughs> uh, demolitions. I butchered your final line. The, Matt, you can just know. cut that out. <laughs> it all stays in you know the, it's you know the capitalized <laughs> the terminally online so that's like the tarnished or something that we have been <laughs> deemed as the terminally online guide you through the spikes and valleys of the internet and its culture mm-hmm. beautiful yeah, that's really thank you. giving us a lot of credit i like that thank you thank you so much demolitions demolitions we're gonna send you a gift basket of cum biscuits <laughs> and foot picks and foot picks. And foot picks. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just imagining the foot picks on little sticks, and they're stuffed into like the little styrofoam thing at the bottom of the basket. That would know? be so cute. <laughs> we should do that. Yeah. <laughs> I like the phrase uh, "come come biscuit gift basket." That's pretty hard to say. Um, if you could try to say that three times basket. fast. Come biscuit. Come biscuit. Come basket. Yeah. See, it's hard. You did. You mm-hmm. fucked it up. Uh, come biscuit gift basket. Come biscuit gift basket. Gift biscuit, come basket. <laughs> well, uh, just keep an eye out uh, to your Apple account demolitions. We're going we're to send one of those to your uh, Apple podcast account. Uh, I think you can do that. You can definitely do that, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that works for sure. Um, you know, and, and, and I, I hate to pivot right away, but I, I really got to hear about this, Matt. Apparently, you know, you you made us hit to crypto land not too long oh, ago, shit, a few yeah. weeks ago. Um. <laughs> okay, so this is like, this is like, a, this is kind of crazy. All right. Um, it is. Yeah. So if if you can believe it, Crypto Land. If you guys uh, remember, I don't know. I don't know. We did a couple months ago now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, where uh, Crypto Land was getting getting all famous, it was being memed on constantly. It was a huge, uh, incredibly cheesy uh, animation that was like advertising this island that you could moved to that ran on crypto blockchain technology was absolute cringe festival (laughs) well 
It turns out, if you can believe it, it probably was a fraud. No. <laughs> really? No way. It looks. It, it's it's starting to look like it's probably a fraud. Hmm. Probably. Yeah. Could be? So there, there's a number of things uh, that happened <clears throat> over the last uh, month or so. Oh, it'll be a little bit longer than that. But um, so uh, one of the one of the key components of a of a white paper, right, is if you if you're going to give somebody some money, right, and you in your agreeing to give them money in a contract and then th- and then someone takes that money that you agreed in the contract to be used for one thing like say purchase an island to live on and parse out um just as an example and then you take that money and you use it for something totally unrelated to that uh that's fraud typically that would be considered fraud so um it looks like they're doing that, um, <laughs> among other things. So they lied about the use of funds that they generated uh, but with their 1,000 unique NFTs, mm. which were supposed to be, they were supposed to generate uh, $50 million. Oh, wow. They're currently selling for about $70. Mm. Um, so you can do quick math on that, but it's, not $50 million. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, on top of that, even if they generated $50 million, there's basically no way that they could put the infrastructure on a completely infrastructureless island uh, that not they promised close. to put on there. They, like, you, you simply can't even do it for that. Like, it, you, would, you would require you know, six to, to ten times that amount of money to put in. You know, everything has to be imported. Get the get uh, labor to get in there and and put plumbing in. I mean, it works. Electricity, all that <laughs> shit. Uh, <clears throat> so that's not happening. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, the uh, also uh, recently, one of my favorite uh, bits about this is that the founder um, spent an incredibly long. Uh, so you know how they got a bunch of hate for the crypto land animation and stuff. The founder collected a bunch of the hating of the hating tweets and made basically like a thesis or like a tremendously long essay detailing <laughs> how each one of these people is a loser. <laughs> Can we read? Uh, I feel like we we almost need to read that. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's really really long and and it, from what from what I read of it, it was it was not like the the guy's not clever or funny, so it's just like here's my grievances, okay. you know. It what is what is the proclivity of people to like once they have any notoriety to like go over their grievances they have with people online and just like bullet list everything they hate about and how that person's how these people if, are wrong. if i was an investor in crypto land i would be very upset about this very long list of grievances because i would be like bro shouldn't you be like building right. my fucking island instead you shouldn't have time to say shit on the internet you should be learning how to drive you know caterpillar tractors and, and <laughs> shit like that <laughs> because i think we're gonna NFTs. need some plumbing some electrical like what, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is this thesis gonna do for my money that i invested yeah, in crypto land so uh, people were not pleased about that the, the potential investors right um so there was uh also multiple undisclosed paid endorsements which are illegal those are just straight up illegal 
from a co-founder named Kyle Chasse. Uh, he lied about his early environment, involvement with Cryptoland, and mm. um, but his name was actually found in the source code of the actual HTML website. So they they put it in there, and it predates his announced involvement by like you know almost a year. So it just doesn't even like he clearly was involved with this, pretending he wasn't, and then suddenly was hawking you know crypto land stuff. And they didn't even re- they didn't even like bother fucking changing any of the stuff in the website to like so that people couldn't like inspect it and find his fucking name on it. But I'm like, I'm trying to understand, like, yeah, every time I build a website, I I always leave my name somewhere in the source code for some reason. (laughs) Because he was, they were going to announce him as like the CEO or some shit, and then they changed, I don't know, it's something like that, or he changed it without changing the actual text. Okay. Is it going on the the Wayback Machine here, or is this just like... (laughs) I Look, I don't know how to code or anything like that. It could be like hidden content that they could just like unlock when the announcement was made, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it predates like it, by a lot, way longer than you'd imagine. Then he, then he would have had to disclose that he was involved with the project, right? Okay, um, okay. Uh, so, um, so the money that uh, Chesse used, I think it's Chesse. He has like uh, he has a, a, a an accent mark on the last D, right? Chesse, right? Yeah, yeah, that sounds um, right. Uh, used to purchase. <laughs> he he used the money he used to purchase the first plot of land on Crypto Land was sent back to him through a series of seemingly intentionally convoluted crypto wallet transactions Wait, that are what? all traceable because that's the that's the cool thing about crypto. It's one of the only cool things about crypto is that you can actually trace the money the whole time. So it just like they sent it around for a while and then it just ended up back, you know, I think it was like four hundred thousand dollars. The amount of actual money it's worth. So wait, yeah. wait. I just got to clarify that the money that this guy got as an investment that was supposed to be used to buy land, mm-hmm. just just came to him and went out through a series of crypto money laundering back to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So basically, like the money that he used to, you know, it, it looks. I, you know, I don't know for sure that it's a scam that he they were he was in cahoots with the other founders of Crypto Land. Oh, um, I see. And he was just using his, uh, you know, mild notoriety in the crypto sphere that he was just doing this. But it sure as fuck looks like it. Well, why would the money go to him at all? I mean, if it was supposed it, to go to some island, <laughs> what, it does was he... supposed to be used for that for that purpose. But he, because he, I guess, wasn't actually, he was just announcing that he was buying it, and then the money just came back to him anyway. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like he wasn't mm. actually doing anything. At least that's <clears> that's what it looks like. Yeah, so I it's like this. crypto fire festival, essentially, is what he's yes. doing. Oh, yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah, that's like essentially what it is. Um, okay, last to polish it off, and I'll be done with it, is um, uh, there was a an incredible tweet that someone did to, someone sent to the, uh, the Cryptoland Twitter account, and it was asking about the age of consent on, mm. the, oh. on Cryptoland Island, right? And the response from the official Cryptoland Twitter account oh, was no. mental maturity should be more than enough. Exclamation point. Winky face. Oh, God. <laughs> what the fuck? Now, look, even if even if that's like a bad joke, uh, like you, you're 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 Cryptoland. It's you're, literally you're, the worst kind of joke to make. <laughs> yeah, you're like already like a, a bizarre libertarian type. 
you know, not a great look, I think. No. For techno libertarians to be <laughs> talking about age of consent and how uh, mental maturity is enough. Yeah. So, yeah, that one I, I uh, physically cringed at when I saw that. Wow. So, yeah, pump and dump scheme, looks like. And, uh, yeah, it's a good shit. I think that, I don't, I mean, I don't know if it's like big news now, but I saw it was, uh, it was uh, kind of like low level news for now. And, yeah. No, I appreciate the update. But, uh, yeah, just because I know everyone is dying to know the state of crypto land. Well, I mean, the video I mean, left a mark, man. So, like, <laughs> the only real news I get about any—I mean, especially NFTs—but I, I also by uh, extension cryptocurrency—is just all about people just grifting, you know. I, and honestly, I kind of feel like I wish uh, Justine was here because we all know Justine loves a good grift, like. I feel like we haven't gotten Justine's take on cryptocurrency and maybe there needs to be a garage coin or something like uh, she, Kielbasa coin. Oh, sorry. I don't know how I missed that one. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I mean, it's just crazy to me. Like I've, I've uh, seen so many things uh, on Twitter about people that, you know, the, I guess it's the tech bros that reach out to somebody with any kind of cloud or celebrity and, you know, get them yeah. to get involved and they take that hype and they get all these people invested and then they just move on to the next thing. And then all the people that invested in it, there's no return uh, on these NFTs and shit. This shit is just crazy to me, man. Like, I don't see how, like who is the Floyd uh, Mayweather fans that are like, like consistently investing in Floyd May Mayweather NFTs? Like what? The I fuck didn't even are you know. Talking about? I didn't even know that that was a thing, Phil. Thank you. Yeah. Now I have to know that that exists. God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Snoop Dogg, too. Snoop Dogg? Oh. I, I saw recently, uh, I think we talked about this in the chat, that Kevin Sorbo, the former Hercules oh, actor oh. turned super yes. MAGA chud, like he rolled out his own MAGA NFTs that are the ugliest shit you've ever yeah, fucking yeah. seen. The hats and shit. They're so bad. They just look yeah. like, uh, you remember... Uh, dire straits did the money for nothing video it's like it looks yeah, like yeah. All those characters but just like with different color skin and beards and hats like over and over and over and i don't know any why anybody would want to own these as art period but then as an investment i mean why does anyone feel like kevin sorbo is gonna be a representative for the next movement of cryptocurrency and and online <laughs> Well, did you guys see the? Uh, did you guys see the uh, the that like uh, the NFT of Jack Dorsey's first tweet? No, so it, it sold for like millions. And, oh yes, uh, I did yeah, see this that. This was actually. a big deal because it was like it was kind of like a, almost like three million dollars. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like three. Like I think it was like two point eight million or something like that. But anyway, it, the, the the guy put it up for auction, right? Uh, and it only got up to like. Uh, was like $280 or some shit. <laughs> it was like so ridiculously low for, you know, for what he got, the guy paid for it. Of course the guy like didn't accept the bid, but it was like, holy shit, you know, that, cause that's like, that's like the, uh, you know, such a, a sign of the NFT scam, you know, if that's, yeah. you know, the, that, that doesn't I feel sell. bad just because I have friends that are like deeply invested in crypto and, and NFTs. Like a, I'm not, I don't think my buddy listens to the podcast. Sorry if you do, I won't name him, but like, you know, we have like a discord where we work on some stuff together and like, you know, he has a profile picture that 
was suspiciously NFT looking. And after a while it came out that it was an NFT and mm. I was just kind of like, damn, this sucks. Like, like this guy is, you know, he, he's drinking the Kool-Aid. Like he's all about the NFTs and, and I'm not saying there's not any good part of it, but there's just so much bad parts of it right now. It's hard oh, for it's, me to yeah. I mean, root for anybody that's, you know, <laughs> you know, genuinely invested in it. I don't know how to reconcile those two schools of thought. You know, I feel like yeah. one, one side of my brain, uh, actually the majority of my brain is continually saying pyramid scheme, grifts, you know, just straight up ripoffs. And then there's this little other sliver where I'm like, these homies, you know, believe in the technology and all that. And they mine Bitcoin and all that shit. And I, I feel like maybe that's slightly different. If you're mining Bitcoin <clears throat> and you have all these machines that like run all the time, I don't know about that. You know, like that seems different to me than like buying some shitty fucking piece of art and being like, yeah, this is going to make me money one day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, <clears throat> I mean, when I, when I, the first time I was like looking into NFTs before, like years ago, and I thought it was cool. I, I just thought it was a cool thing. I was like, I was like, this is awesome. Like as a digital artist, like I can sell my art like as a, in a digital way and be like, Hey, I'm, you know, Hey, this is my art. You're buying it from me. He, you know, I set the price. If someone resells it, I get paid. Uh, and from a d- digital artist standpoint, just from an artist standpoint, yeah. I mean, that's pretty good. I mean, that means like anybody that's selling, if anybody's trying to drive up the price of my work, traditional artists would never get paid for that. I mean, obviously you might get, you might make more money on your next stuff that you make. That's, that's not even guaranteed, you know? Yeah. It's uh, weird to me because I think like on an individual basis, it's almost just like at first glance, it's almost like a musician having a band camp or something, right? Where it's like, Oh, you can buy my art. uh, You can buy my music and I get all the money and, it doesn't have the whole blockchain. If somebody resells it, it doesn't come back to you. So that's a terrible metaphor, but I just wanted to make that metaphor because it's weird to me that the idea is that, you know, what if there was the, the Matt Moyer or Matt Moyer NFT series where there's like a thousand versions of, you know, like <laughs> one woman holding her titty like this with like a thousand different outfits. On, you know? like, what? I would support like, what? that. I would buy one for sure. That's awesome. The, the oh. thing, though, well, there so you like, go. But that's the that's the difference though. Is like is like there's perceived the way that it went, which which I feel stupid for not having realized it would just do this, right? Is that it, go, it instead of artists being able to sell their art, no one gives a shit about the art. They want a rare collectible as an oh, investment. Right. They want a Pokemon card that yeah. is worth a lot of money. They want a mini baby so, that's they got lucky with. Is mm-hmm. that why there's so many of these like procedural, you know? Uh, generated yes. things is yes. just because by the sheer number of it of saying it's, that there's a you, thousand of them and this one's rare and so it they just do gives like more value to crypto because like oh well now you have this one nft that's rare and you well, created that value so how it works is basically you're it's it's fake scarcity right it's it's a you know design scarcity yeah. and you're you you do a pre-sale and you say, okay, uh, you if you pay pay me X amount of crypto, you'll uh, if you win the presale and you get into the presale, I will automatically generate you know one thousand of these things, and you get one. You automatically oh, get one, right? or you get two, however much you. It's like a fucking you, raffle. It's like you, a- you're opening you're opening Pokemon cards, right? You're yeah, packs. I see now. And then you and then you 
might get one that's like, oh, this is a weird one. This is a unique one. Like this has like, you know, gold <laughs> fur. Like use the monkeys, everyone, the board apes, right? This one has gold fur and a leather jacket and he like looks cool. Or this one yeah. has bloodshot eyes and he's smoking weed. Like, and that's just random chance <laughs> that both those like lined up, you know? And some celebrities and get them. Yeah. Some celebrities get them to look like themselves and like, that's mm-hmm. like, and that's only theirs and it's like a big deal. Yeah. Exactly. So it's just that that's the whole thing. It's artificial scarcity in, uh, in the digital world to, yeah, to just get. It's a damn shame. It just feels yeah. like a uh, capitalism, uh, yes, ruins know, everything. yeah, just got injected like with steroids directly into this whole digital marketplace (laughs) whatever could have been good about it has been forsaken like yeah very rapidly too that's the crazy part is how rapidly like blockchain technology is pretty cool i know don't don't i'm not gonna i'm gonna have to edit that out i can't be (laughs) i'm gonna (laughs) it is cool it's just more it's just like yeah (laughs) (laughs) pretty cool (laughs) it's neat you know i just think it's neat but the uh but it is like, you know, it's been completely decoupled from any kind of like actual benefit it really could, probably could provide most people, you know, the, uh, uh, buying crypto is basically like a bet that on an increasingly financialized world, which is in itself hideous and, and awful. But you can probably make some money if you make, place the right bets because it's probably right. going to be increasingly financialized. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's time to pivot, and it's time for another throwback here. I mean, we've been deep into the, uh, you know, techno, uh, cryptocurrency, technological side of things. I think we need to get a little more ethereal. And, uh, you know, speaking of callbacks, this is a story about Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. I don't know if y'all have heard about this yet. But <laughs> I saw the, the headline says, Megan Fox believes she, quote unquote, made machine gun kelly by manifesting him mm-hmm. when she was four years old i hate this weird goth couple like <laughs> just gargling each other's blood like i don't i, I just don't care man like I'm, so I'm, cringy, I'm glad man. they i'm glad they found each other it's so easy for fucking idiots to find love huh <laughs> time i think this will probably end spectacularly i think oh it's gonna be great the breakup's gonna be hilarious yeah but which i think is really the point we got to get at here which is that these two are doing a a fantastic job of making themselves relevant which would you know why would anybody give a shit about megan fox or machine gun kelly even what a year ago before they started dating somehow they've been able to make their relationship very uh headline grabbing what did it start with it was the weed thing i think is what we talked about on the show I am weed. right classic um, and and you know this is a great headline i love this idea like i wish that i uh was in well i should preface this by saying i'm very happy in my relationship i don't want to make it sound like i <laughs> need this kind of uh validation but are, I do are you saying you didn't manifest your wife dude well, we were wow, born three months apart. So, I mean, I guess when I was one month old, I could have manifested my wife to be born two months or three months later or something like that. I guess. It's totally possible. It's, yeah, you know, I'm just a little Leo gaga shitting my <laughs> pants little guy. And I'm like, I'm going to manifest. The hottest lady to marry me. <laughs> yes, the perfect partner, the amazing Lee, that uh, you know, I could even imagine as a one month 
one day old. <laughs> and this is this is make any sense, but I just think that this is such a <laughs> hilarious bullshit to put on people to get. You know, I wish we could come up with uh, bullshit like this to get headlines. Like, what if people were on Monday when our episode came out? They're like, "The suck says they manifested the their co-host when they were born." <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, people <laughs> care about them. Go ahead, Matt. Sorry, I was just gonna say how uh, every time I see Machine Gun Kelly's tattoos, they <clears throat> make me feel sick. Yeah, he's disgusting. And that's and in the article, Megan Fox is just like, he's like my perfect physical type. And I'm like, that's that's your perfect physical type. Like that's what you not, I mean, I guess it like works for some people, but I recently learned that she's from Florida, <laughs> which checks out because he's an ideal specimen for a Floridian, I guess. I was gonna say, is he not from He looks uh, like it, but he's not. He, yeah. He's from uh, Ohio. He's from Cleveland. Gross. Wait a second. Ugh. Wait a second. Hold on, breaking news here. This right here, this article says the Tennessee born star. So uh, she oh. is from Tennessee? Oh. I, I okay, so maybe she's like uh, like born in Tennessee, but I'm like 99.9% sure that Megan Fox is from Central Florida. Okay, I was misled <laughs> I by believe that you. I believe yeah. you both. But I do think it's funny they took the time to to call out Tennessee here. Like, hold on. That's where I'm born. So. Mm. Oh, okay. So you share something in common with Megan Fox. Well, we know <laughs> they, we already know I manifested my wife when I was one month old. So mm-hmm. people from Tennessee have that power. Yeah, it's true. Okay. That's where it comes from. I looked <laughs> it up at, at age 10. She moved to St. Petersburg, Florida. Age 10. Okay. Yeah. This is big. Uh, this she's, you know. she's a Florida girl then. Yeah. And then she went to, you Port can't Tennessee. count out the Tennessee, uh, you know, there's a lot of Tennessee in her. If she's yeah, yeah. lived there till she, till she was 10. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> Aren't it's not there, nothing. Uh, I just want to read a couple of quotes here because I think this is uh, so strange and hilarious. It says the, the sentence I started on that threw me off. It says the Tennessee born star continued. My thoughts and intentions grew him into the person that he is. Who knows what he would have looked like or been like if it wasn't for me. Calm down. Like what in the, what the hell is wrong with you to say that about somebody else? This is depraved like behavior right now. Okay, so I think I can't stand this kind of mentality. These people disgust me. Like the people that like believe that like the universe is just like like manifesting around them for their for their benefit or like. Mm-hmm. So I I worked with a girl one time, and we were like working doing something like doing an event outside, and a and a huge windstorm like randomly like very quickly swept through the the area we were working at. And it lifted up. We had these huge tents with these big metal pipes that held them up. It whipped up and then sent the uh, the, the tent towards a bunch a bunch of children. And luckily, it missed the children. And we had to like pack everything up. It was like a big deal. We had to like pack everything up and like stop the event. And like it was like no, thank God, no one was hurt. It was totally fine. But it was really really fucking scary. And as we're like getting as we're like getting away, this girl's like, and she was such a piece of shit. She goes, she goes, oh my God, I did not want to work today. And my guardian angel 
knew I did not want Jesus to Christ. I, I couldn't like I, my, I almost like blew a gasket. I was like, you, these kids almost got hit by, well, they, I know, but they didn't get hit. And I was like, I thought Fuck you were going to say that she manifested the tent, not hitting the children. That's where my train of thought was going. No, that's time. not. It was. I, I like how her logic is just like, man, that would have been a really traumatic event for me. If these kids had been knocked <laughs> to the ground <laughs> with this I, tent. <laughs> Would she have not have just said the same thing? Like, I didn't want to work today. Thank God those children just got like almost slaughtered rocked. by this tent because yeah. now I can go home. Like, I hope they're okay. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, that was, was that her? Um, wait, that was her logic. Whereas just like those kids almost got uh, decapitated and she was just like, oh, that it's because I didn't, I didn't want to work today. So I get to go home she, early. Her logic was, yes, <laughs> I get to go home early because my guardian angel almost hit those kids with the what the fuck kind of guardian uh, angel is this she just believed that and i i I pried a little bit i was like what the fuck are you talking about guardian she's like no like maybe it's not like an angel but like you know like the universe like knew i didn't want to work today this is the pettiest version of the universe our guardian angel i could ever imagine (laughs) fucking skin crawl that kind of shit but that's how i feel megan fox is she's like she like likes this guy, so she has to like make this mythology about like how she managed to like the universe managed. To, like, I I think also if you're idiot. if you're born privileged and and attractive enough and and you're rich enough, you just think that everything just goes your way because it yeah. always does, and you're just used mm-hmm. to that, and you just kind of get what you want, and right. it ruins your brain. But yeah, they're two just empty vases to me, man, <laughs> bumping into each other. <laughs> Not complicated puzzle pieces. <laughs> Some cool dudes. Well, they're doing something right because we're talking about them. So well, what are you going to yeah. do? Or something very wrong. Well, I, I feel like it's unavoidable, uh, much like uh, talking about Machine Gun Kelly and uh, Megan Fox. So we, we do have to probably talk about Elon Musk has yeah. purchased Twitter. Um, we don't have to actually talk about that very much. I actually wanted to talk about the ramifications of this as, as mm-hmm. Elon likes to tout that he is a free speech, uh, you know, activist, whatever. That, that's not the right word. Advocate. Thank you. So I'm wondering who's going to get their accounts back after they've been banned all this time. What do y'all think Trump will be back on Twitter? This is a big deal. If there is, if my guardian angel is looking out for me, <laughs> he will, he will get a, a uh, I'll be, I'll do you all a solid. I'll talk to my guardian angel and try and get Trump his uh, shit back. I just know I want to see a post. If Trump gets his account back, imagine the post Matt says, dude. Matt says my guardian angel <laughs> knew, I, knew I wanted Trump to get his fucking account back. <laughs> So um, I looked into it and apparently CNBC asked Donald Trump if he wanted his Twitter back and if he was going to get it back. Um, And this is what he said. I will be on true social within the week. It's on schedule. We have a lot of people signed up. I like Elon Musk. I like him a lot. He's an excellent individual. We did a lot for Twitter when I was in the white house. I was disappointed by the way they treated. I was treated by Twitter. I won't go being. I won't be going back to Twitter. He said. Oh, okay. right. yeah. Well, I trust he, that. Well, that's the thing because he's got his own social media, which I think we should all join. 
um, that he's created. I don't, have we talked about Truth Social yet? Uh, just barely, but it wasn't even like working when we tried to bring it up. Like, yeah, yeah, it was. A, I thought it was going to be a scam, like everything else. I mean, everything that he does fails. So, like, as soon as Truth Social fails, he'll probably go back to Twitter. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, it's like all of us. Whenever we get our thirty day ban on Facebook, we're like, "Fuck this site! I'm not." ever going mm-hmm. back and then of course the day that you are unbanned you go back to get all that validation from everyone that missed you and i swear shot. to god trump will go get all that Maybe. fucking i'm back validation that's exactly his personality you know i'm unbanned come come <laughs> like uh, it's also re- like he, he it's also like it doesn't matter what he like of course he's gonna say that now but if they yeah. unban him he's just gonna it, because nothing he says like it's he's like a post truth person, you know. Like, and I'm not I'm trying to be like conspiratorial or like that. Just like he doesn't have to. He just does whatever. It's like a new day is born, and he just is you know, anything he's done previously. Yeah, you know that's that's that seems just like a liberating way to live. I wish I could be oh, like yeah. that. And it's just like mm-hmm. imagine you get in a huge argument with your partner, and the next day you just wake up and you're like, yeah, what are you talking about? I mean, we're gonna. <laughs> I yeah, right. Just totally pretend like everything's fine. I didn't every say day. it. Uh, just <laughs> gaslighting what? the entire just world. Just gaslight everyone <laughs> every day. Wow. That must. How does he think that feels? Like, do you think you have to take, like, uh, you know, pharmaceuticals to achieve that level of, of not giving a shit? Or I guess I people is, just. I think if you just, like, a, have a personality disorder that's, yeah. like, in the correct way in like the, the the right like your personality is a certain way you have a certain disorder it's just like that that's like the way like he's clear he clearly has some kind of narcissism i mean i've been yeah. following yeah. him for years years and years and years and i mean that man is just like a textbook in in a lot of ways like narcissist you know i'm looking at the waveform and the way that <laughs> ashley and i both said yeah the exact same <laughs> <one>. <laughs> <laughs> same time it's amazing <laughs> Mm-hmm. Do you think that any pharmaceuticals or actually, you know, I, now that I think of it, there's a meme that goes around about Donald Trump taking LSD and then he has like a long beard and shit. And he's like, you know, do you changed. think, do, oh, yeah. do you, you think acid could cure NPD? Well, yeah, that's what I'm wondering. You know, like, do do y'all, I don't know. I, I give them empathy. I don't know. That would be, that would be interesting actually. Maybe. I, I don't think a nightmare for anybody with around. Uh, well, anybody around, but I because they have to deal with that person. But like, imagine having to be like, uh, imagine like a narcissist having to like confront themselves. Yeah. Like, oh in, yeah. In a way, like like it'd be introspective for any any so amount of time. That's but, really like, basically the problem with that entire thing is that you would have to willingly take it with the intention of doing all that, which of course no narcissist. I mean, that is you know being validated and successful as their self they're not going to go that route why would they why would donald trump sit down and take an acid trip and say i want to become less of a shithead like, it's just, it's just mean, never going to happen i mean there's got to be people with uh npd that that have i would i would be so curious as to like what that kind of effect is because yeah i'm i remember i think I, your I, life has to go into shambles you know i think you have to like have a reason to seek help or feel like you want to make a difference donald trump is not in that position like he can right he's got years of like faking it right now before he gets to that point but can narcissists even do that though do what like can they get to a point where they're like uh self-aware i need need help yeah yeah i'm hurting people like 
because my understanding of it is that is that like they're the they're one of the hardest conditions uh, to to treat because they can never get to that point like by design like their brains oh, wow. right they're they're very they're difficult to treat and they don't diagnose very often because they never check themselves in because they think they act like everything's fine some of them are self-aware to the point where like they kind of know that they're putting on a front deep down but some of them like donald trump maybe not so much so like i'm wondering <laughs> i'm wondering if like his issues or people like that have issues that are so deep-seated that they take acid and they just feel like king of the world and like they can wow. like move the clouds and shit i don't know i wonder but i have i have seen that before where there are people with npd who go to therapy and like talk about it and stuff like that and get better have you seen that or um supposedly i guess I okay. yeah okay i don't know when i read about it like i'm i'm no mental health expert at all but i uh that was like the most terrifying disease or like mental disorder sorry to it was just horrifying like to not be able to like everything is completely driven by insecurity but like mm-hmm. in like a weird self-reflective way that doesn't allow you to like actually self-reflect it's just like a, a, a it's a cold. reaction constantly yeah you know, you're just always in some kind of mode to like deal with your own empty insecurity you know there's nothing wrong with me everybody else sucks everybody else (laughs) yeah and and also thinking everybody else is also like that and they're also trying to fuck them over too yeah like this yeah i don't know yeah, I don't know. I think when when you get down to the you know the dsm5 definition of that it's like i think it's very easy to like uh, cast that onto people you know, but I don't know. I, a lot I, of yeah, and that's people that's overuse a, it for sure. Oh yeah, and that's a complaint I have where people like throw away, throw, I mean, throw around the word narcissistic all the time because it's just like it's also one of those things that's, that's like a gradient. Like people can have like right. certain aspects mm-hmm. of their personality that might be disordered and might be similar to like NPD, but that doesn't necessarily mean they have right, NPD. Yeah. And you can't just call someone who's kind of arrogant a narcissist. Like that's not right. Yeah, yeah. Every ex works. is not a narcissist. It's just not right. it's statistically <laughs> impossible. You know? Like, yes, exactly. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that throws my whole plan of, you know, uh, dosing Donald Trump out the window because yes. we just, you know, we know that wouldn't go well. It, wouldn't it would be out. funny. It, it would be funny. be funny. It would be funny. Yeah. I Maybe. actually, I, I watched an interview uh, with Elon Musk. I honestly mostly try to avoid Elon Musk interviews because I just kind of find them annoying. Like he only ever... He Such only, a, like, a sentence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mostly <laughs> try to avoid... What? Are they just walking by? Are they just approaching you in your daily life? And well, you're like, like if I'm like... If I see... You know, because they push him hard on on, uh, on like YouTube and other stuff like that. Okay. You know, like... I was like, say, I've Elon actually Musk. never seen an Elon Musk interview ever. Oh, okay. I also so. just like watch a lot of like interviews and shit too. So, you know, <laughs> it's probably getting pushed to me specifically but uh i usually don't because like i don't even like he's not that annoying actually he's not as annoying as like his internet presence which is like supremely irritating mm-hmm. but like when you actually listen to him talk he's not like that annoying um but the he 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 only people dick ride him so hard and especially the interviewers i don't know if he like specifically seeks out these people but they're absolute sniveling dick riders like they are syncophants like and I can't stand uh, like listening to them interview him. I'm like, I'm like, press him on things. Stop sucking his dick. You know, like r- press him on 
Well, Honestly, I like, think you have a point. He he probably won't agree to an interview to anybody that was going to even remotely do that. You know, like yeah, you know, you know, who, you know who didn't do that as much was uh, Joe Rogan. You know, that's the, is, yeah. I I hate to say it, but he I mean he he doesn't he isn't like a he he pushes back on people. I I'll give him that. You know, but man, I just they get these fucking morons that just like suck his fucking dick every single interview. It's so annoying. But they asked him in this one interview, right? Sorry. They asked him if the, in this one interview if he... Uh, <laughs> Man, I had to just to like... Sorry. Yeah. So they asked him, they asked him like, the guy goes like, well, some people would take it... After like sucking him off the whole interview, he's like, well, some people might take issue with the this fact that... This is the that, worst you know, version of sucking off I've ever heard Matt talk about. <laughs> like, what is happening right now? This Normally like, we celebrate <laughs> sucking off on this show. We usually but... do, but not this time. <laughs> you know, it just gr- grueling this motherfucker's balls all interview for 40 minutes. And then he finally is like, well, some people, not me, think that, you know, billionaires should not exist. They think that you shouldn't exist, you know. The framing of this question was insane, right? Um, uh, and Elon's like re- reply was, "I think there's just a fundamental. It's it's a misunderstanding. They have a fundamental dis- misunderstanding of like what it means to be a billionaire. I'm not personally consuming billions of dollars worth of stu- worth of stuff. In fact, I don't even have a house. I don't know if you saw the headline where he claimed that he didn't have I a house. Did. Yeah, so he, this was in that he same sleeps interview. Sleeps in his friend's guest room. Sleeps in his friend's, which which by the way is most likely so he doesn't have to pay." property taxes yeah so just something to think about when you have a bunch of billionaire friends with tons of different houses you can just sleep in their fucking houses how annoying would that fucking be (laughs) just having elon can i sleep at your house again tonight i just don't want to claim property tax (laughs) yeah you never say can i borrow your toothbrush too i forgot it it's in my (laughs) other billionaire (laughs) friend's house use your deodorant too dog i'm sorry He's just already using it. He doesn't even ask. He's just using it already. <laughs> uh, Elon, man, come on. Uh, I'll get you a new one, bro. But he never does. Okay, you know? here, take my cowboy hat in exchange. <laughs> <laughs> What's confusing to me, because I feel like, it, am I am I crazy or is it really hard to get banned on Twitter? It's pretty hard, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's harder like than... Threaten violence. Right, and like his whole thing about buying Twitter was for free speech, right? Is that... Am I understanding that correctly? I think that's what he said. Uh, more or less, yeah. He also, um, Jack Dorsey, the the creator, one of the co-founders of it, um, who has a terrible fucked beard, by the way. <laughs> um, fuck his beard. Uh, what? He he said, I just wanted to get that. That was a petty thing, I know, but I wanted no, to get it I just got to get the beard check in there real quick. Yeah. Uh, fuck your beard if you hear this, Jack. Fuck you. <laughs> um, ugly ass beard. Just, uh, sh- just shave, bro. Just shave. Shave your fucking Trim beard, that bro. shit. <laughs> um, but he he was like Jack is Jack Dorsey was all about this fucking. He was like, yes, thank God for Elon. Um, thank God Elon is is buying Twitter. He's just gonna be the singular savior of of, uh, of Twitter. But yeah, I saw I saw just- Jack Dorsey made a headline for tweet. I don't know if it was tweeting, but anyway, posted on something that the Radiohead song "Everything in Its Right." place yep. as a response that was in to elon yeah. <laughs> and i just saw a picture of uh jack dorsey with this shitty fucking long you know anthrax uh Ugly ass guy me. long beard now with I gotta look uh, at it. tom york and then elon musk and they chose the picture with the hat and the sunglasses and somewhere yeah. i think it was in c-span I, I i said nightmare blunt rotation because nothing against, <laughs> nothing against tom york but 
I mean, I, felt I don't know. So bad. I okay. So look, look, listen. I am a Radiohead apologist, so I feel like <laughs> Tom York doesn't deserve that. He doesn't, you know, everything in its right place is a great song. Come on. Just because he's also a a, a, a aging Gen Xer doesn't mean he needs to be roped in. Yeah, what's wrong? He's got a weird eye. Be nice to him. He didn't do anything he's wrong. He's got a I mean, nobody is. I just think I'm trying to imagine what it's like to like hang out with Tom York. And I'm just wondering if he's like, you know, you're just like chilling. And then all of a sudden he's like next to his keyboard and he's like. <laughs> Johnny Greenwood's like, oh, my God, hold on. Yes. Hold on. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I like Radiohead. I did. They had a very meaningful impact on my life growing up. But yeah, I mean, Tom York is a very like. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he, he, he is that. I like Did you ever watch the movie that he like made for Netflix? No, I don't it's, think so. It sucks. Oh. <laughs> Okay, then I won't watch it. Yeah, that's why we haven't heard of it. I mean, you know, if it was good, we would definitely know what you're talking about. He does a lot of that, though. He does a lot of the. (laughs) I mean, he's an amazing singer, but it's just. He is, he is. (laughs) It's just a thing, you know? It's like, can you imagine, like, you're smoking the blunt with Tom York, and all of a sudden he just gets inspired (laughs) and he just starts whining and shit, and you're like, Tom, please pass the blunt, dude. Weird thing. Please, can I hit it? Can, just, <laughs> yeah. can I just hit it? Can you sing it after you pass the blunt? Tom, Tom York. <laughs> he just hits it again and just puts it to his left again and starts doing it. Singing with the smoke blowing out. Just like, <laughs> Sorry to all the radio ham fans out there. Well, I don't know where to go from here because we just have time for one more story before we wrap up. And I can't decide if it should be uh, about the sluppy. Uh, <laughs> the what? I've never, <laughs> never pronounced that word that way before. <laughs> I was trying to say sloppy, but I said sloppy. Um, sloppy. Sloopy, sloopy. <laughs> oh, cookie, 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 cookie. Yeah, uh, sloppy Russian propaganda says Nazi assassins own The Sims Three, which is a lot to unpack. Um, this is a good one. Let, let's just go into this. We got. We'll just go. There's no alternative. We'll just talk okay. about it. <laughs> All right. So, so this I I really like this one because it because it like. I don't know if it's true, but sometimes the propaganda be hitting, though, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so okay, so what it what appears to have happened is that, you know how the Russian, uh, the Russian narrative, uh, Russian state narrative is that they're denazifying Ukraine, right? They're killing the Nazis, they're getting rid of the Nazis, right? Mm-hmm. So they've been trying to, like, put forth, like, evidence that they're killing the Nazis and they're, they're Nazis. So they found a... Uh, they they published a picture saying, oh, there was, they tried to like they tried to assassinate somebody in Russia, and here's all the paraphernalia we found, and <laughs> and I think what what is speculated is that they asked the guy, whoever stooge they asked to get the stuff. They got like you know a a, a red t shirt with a big swastika on it, a bunch of different stupid shit, and then for some reason, <laughs> three copies of The Sims. <laughs> you know what? 
what if, what we think probably happened was maybe they said SIM cards, you know, like an assassin might use in burner phones, but mm-hmm. there was some confusion and they purchased the SIMs. Yeah, I just and, I want to uh, read this one line from the article. It says, on Twitter, the veracity of the Sting operation came into question, quote unquote, I genuinely believe this is a dumb FSB officer being told to get three Sims <laughs> instead bought the Sims three. <laughs> yep, I need. I really want it to be rule to be true, but I mean, there's so much misinformation that it, it might not be. But it just is really funny. As most stories that we talk about on the show, uh, as we later find out, or hopefully more more recently, we've been uh, self creating these as we read them on the show. Uh, it's probably not real, but it's brilliant if it was, uh, you know, manufactured. It's mm. fucking hilarious. God, dude, imagine like, imagine this, an assassin wearing a bright red t-shirt with a swastika. <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's you know what an assassin yeah, like, is, well, <laughs> like. Also, like when you take this picture of all the stuff, like it's like, you know, the one that's so uh, memed where the cops are lined up around the table and they have like a few weed pipes and like a you know, <laughs> dime sack or something. So this is the equivalent of that. Why the fuck would you put the Sims <laughs> in this picture? Like, at what point do you think like, yes, this is proving the <laughs> the point that we're trying to make here that yep. we are wiping out Nazis and gamer. Maybe that's it. They're wiping out. Yeah, the gamers. Nazi gamers. Nazi mm-hmm. gamers. Yeah. I do love the uh, that. There's also I don't know if you can see the picture, but there's a, appears to be a green wig. So this oh. assassin is wearing a green wow. wig on top of I the can't see that red now. Nazi shirt. Yeah, green wig. Cross, so, so right, cross dressing Nazi gamer. Yeah, yeah, cross dressing. Did uh, this Nazi, Nazi have pronouns too? Is that what they're trying Definitely to do? Definitely have pronouns. They're also yeah. trying to you know. Oh, they're gay Nazis too. Sabotage <laughs> the LBGT plus community here yeah. wow mm. yeah, that's my favorite contradiction of the uh of in in the russian era to do is that is that they're the ukrainians are are nazis but also too pro lgbtq nazis, <laughs> nazis famously pro lgbtq yeah. <laughs> a lot of uh lgbts in the nazi community as we know yeah yep yep many such <laughs> cases as they say <laughs> wow uh, not much else to say about that, I guess. So that does leave us time to touch on one last story. Uh, probably not a lot to say about it, but apparently uh, this has actually been in the works for a, a while now. I guess uh, yeah. President Joe Biden wants to uh, ban Brandon. menthol cigarettes. Joe Brandon. Uh, <clears throat> we're going to fuck him. As one does. <laughs> right. Let's fuck Brandon. Is that what the saying is? <laughs> let's, let's blow Brandon. Brandon. Let's yeah, let's fuck Brandon. Brandon. That's what they're yeah. saying. It's the NASCAR thing. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I actually listened to a story about this on NPR, and it just gave me a call back here. I can't remember what it was, but it was something Ashley said that I was going to say. Ashley's entering her lib arc. Um, so listeners of the episode will probably get that call back while I don't. But this is my lib arc where I listen to NPR in the car to pick up my kids and they talk about banning menthol cigarettes. Um, I, you know, I find this really weird because the, all the rhetoric about it is that like, 
oh, menthol cigarettes, they like taste better. So it means like no, they it's don't. more easy for you to get. Yeah, thank you. Exactly. No, <laughs> they they taste bad in their own way. But yeah, I guess like it was surprising to me. I thought that the original justification for banning them was that there was like fiberglass or something in them that was more harmful. So mm-hmm. for me to hear that like, oh no, it's just that because they're more pl- like pleasing cigarettes to smoke, we should ban them because they're encouraging people to smoke more. Like, I mean, this is a crazy angle to me. Like I'd never heard. This I before. think it just, it just proves that the FDA is racist. <laughs> Well, no, I was going to say because prove that you're racist. (laughs) No, Al Sharpton. What are you talking about? Al Sharpton. What are you talking about? Came out and he was uh he uh he was just like um wait what did he say? Saying the ban would lead black smokers to tamper with cigarettes or use unregulated herbal menthol varieties, which would promote criminal activity. Wow. (laughs) The, the black market for menthol cigarettes is about to go fucking crazy. That's how much black men love menthol, apparently, that they would do crimes for it. Yeah. Well, I thought it was crazy. That. Another part of this story was just like how, you know, since the 60s that menthol cigarettes have been heavily marketed toward, you know, African-American communities. Yeah. And I also question that as well. Like, I'm, I'm like wondering... I feel like as someone who is not an African-American, I don't actually know why African-American people smoke menthol cigarettes. Is it because a bunch of marketing agencies told them to smoke them or is there something else going on here? It tastes good. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Cool fucking cigarettes. I've always enjoyed every, you know, cool in, uh, Camel Crush. Uh, Camel Crush ruled, man. That just made me super white. Metal Crush is so fucking good. And Frost, dude, fuck yeah. I like popping the little thing, but that's it. That's the most gratification I get out of it. I loved it. As a non-smoker, that was like I, I, I that was my go-to. If somebody had those like outside a bar, but like, come on, can I, can I get one? So I see. I feel like this is the conversation we're not having here. Like, what was the demographic for the Camel Crush cigarettes? And, you know, what are Me? white people going to do to get that little pop? <laughs> What am I going to smoke when I'm high on cocaine is what I'm mostly worried about because it's just so Injecting, much better. I'm going to do crimes. Into the filter of my fucking cigarettes and just, just biting to, them so I can get that camel crush fix, you know, like this has been banned by the FDA. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess I would be concerned. It, it, I, and I don't know if maybe this is what Al Sharpton was saying is that they would are they going to criminalize menthol? Yeah, that's they probably they probably do the, what they normally do, and it's it, like they wouldn't criminalize somebody. They wouldn't like arrest somebody that's smoking it or something like that. But they, it's anybody that sells it. Would get, they right. would just like put them in a chokehold for a long time until yeah. they can't yeah. breathe anymore, and which then, is you know totally normal and and fine. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it! Sarcasm. <laughs> I, I don't actually think that. wow ashley in there right all right on that note oh my god no wait wow all right (laughs) do we need a palate cleanser before we wrap the episode because we got uh you know what let's do it we got one thing submit i i want to do this because i appreciate all of our uh homies in the suck shame posting this was an image submitted by the homie uh love Roberto David Williams, uh, super homie, but he, 
<laughs> he put this image in the uh, the group, which I don't really know what the source of it is, but it has two, you know, kind of like pillars. What do you got? Obelisk pinnacles. Uh, and one is auto erotic act. And the other one is normal marital act. Uh, and, and I have a lot of issues with this uh, particular drawing, <laughs> but just to give a description to the listeners, the, the one on the left, the auto erotic act. So jerking off, jerking right? Off. That's what we're talking about here. It starts with a very, very small sliver of anticipation. It moves on to quote unquote self-gratification with no union. Then there's a really long, like the longest part of it is climax, which is kind of weird to me. And then there's a nice little point of uh, it, which should to me be post nut clarity, but it says guilt, shame, <laughs> self reproach. Now, in comparison, it, it, there's a very large, much bigger penis. I'm sorry, uh, obelisk <laughs> uh, on the right called normal marital act, uh, and and it has about the same amount of anticipation. But then the arrow doesn't make any sense where there's like an area between anticipation and self-gratification where it has love, play, <laughs> contact, and intromission, what, which intromission. I've never heard intromission before. Just putting the head in, I think, is that's... <laughs> oh, just the tip. It's then okay. it has coitus, and it so, for some reason needs to both say coitus and sexual union in parentheses. If you're not if then, you're confused. A shorter version of climax, for the, which is weird to me. Why is the climax shorter on this side? And then because finally, because you had so much love play. Oh right, you definitely don't my favorite climax. part of sex is yeah. love play. <laughs> I love love play. <laughs> and then once again, lacking any mention of post nut clarity, it says relaxation, <laughs> satisfaction, spiritual fusion. Uh, mm. Which the tip of both of these bothers me a lot. I feel like they should be the same like why is there so much guilt shame self-reproach i mean i think anticipation the small anticipation that should be the same size as uh, or uh climax should be that size uh-huh. as a as a penis haver you know i mean climax <laughs> right. it takes up most of the fucking thing that's not how that works i wish no. that's how it worked that's not how it works uh, yeah. you know and then just and then the size of climax should be the guilt, shame, and and uh, self reproach. <laughs> a bunch of that. Yeah, that's yeah, the best part, though. I do find I, I take particular uh, problem with the both of these representations of of sex just being like penis symbols. Like, what's that about? Like, very misogynistic and heteronormative. <laughs> and uh, when do we get the allies? tunnels and the holes that represent? Yeah, you the know. Holes. Uh, I like the- I like the anticipation part too because like who is just like God I can't wait to get home and jerk off <laughs> like is that a thing that <laughs> I think it, there are uh, many you know uh, and boys that um, probably are like that oh that's true and yeah. knowing myself <laughs> at that age I was uh, raring to go home <laughs> I, I can't wait to be in a room by myself please go away <laughs> right now Dad. <laughs> leave me alone (laughs) dad i'm in a bad mood (laughs) i need to be alone why are your socks so hard (laughs) get away from me i hate you i hate you yeah this explains a lot to all those parents out there struggling with your kids don't worry they just want you to go away so they can have anticipation 
they want the anticipation to end. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to say what they're doing. They could do a lot of things by themselves. They just want you to go. (laughs) They want to auto coitus. Yeah. (laughs) They, they want the no union, uh, which is understandable. (laughs) I want no union. A lot of times of the day. I never have that. (laughs) I'm sorry, Phil. I'm sorry that you don't have time for self gratification. (laughs) Shut up. You need to get some more love play in your life. You're right. You're right. I'm going to do that right after the show. Maybe some intro mission. Yeah. I'm going to go Google that one. Urban Dictionary, that one. Intro mission. All right. Well, thank you, Roberto David Williams. Love to Roberto. He's a huge homie, which is a great way to just throw it to. Uh, This is the 37th episode of The Suck, and if you've been enjoying the show, make sure you go join the group where we find gems like this. We share them with each other. We have a good time. The Suck Shame Posting, and also support us on our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash the suck, so that one day we might, uh, you know, possibly make less than uh, minimum wage to record these these episodes i'd be happy for with minimum wage at this yeah that would be tight (laughs) we got a long way to go yo help us out all right good night everyone okay